Welcome to another Cornerstone Life podcast brought to you by Cornerstone City Church Medway Kent. Check us out on Instagram and Twitter at CCC Medway or the website cornerstonecity.co.uk. From Cornerstone City Church Medway in Kent, I'm your host Isaac Butcher and today we have Chelsea and Joe online. Hi guys, how are you doing? Yeah, we're doing well. Yeah, good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, 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 not too bad. Not too bad. Not too bad. So from my memory, did you guys join Cornerstone back at the beginning of 2020? Or was it in the end of 2019? It was about um, Midway September. through, yeah, 2019 we joined. Oh, I see. Okay. Just after. Well, that's. Yeah, just after summer. Thank yeah, that goes to show that, you know, the church is a big place. And, uh, you know, when, when there's more and more people joining, it's very easy not to see pe- people for a few weeks. Um, so um, so that's one of the reasons why we're doing this podcast, so we can get to know you guys a bit better and learn a little bit more about you. So we'll start with um, something from your early childhood, your best, your favourite memory from your early childhood. Um, go for it, any, any, either of you. <laughs> well, I caught a bit off guard. Actually, no, 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 wait, wait, wait. Before we do that, I said either of you. So I have to ask you the question, either or either? Oh, definitely either. Either. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear, a married couple with a disagreement already. <laughs> then give us a chance. <laughs> <laughs> well, three months. Wow. Congratulations, guys, by the way. So that's that's really awesome. Okay, so yeah, go for it. Something from your childhood. Oh, wow. Uh... <laughs> 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 to edit it out later. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Uh, Chelsea. <laughs> Do you want me to give you some kind of direction? Yes, please. Yes, please. All right, what about your first God experience? Let's, let's have a go with that one. Uh, I didn't really find God until I was um, 20, 20, 23. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, that's cool. Yeah, that's absolutely fine. Did you have any kind of spiritual kind of ideas when you was a kid? Well, I went to a Catholic school, so I did, I did sort of have a faith and believe. All right, okay. But I kind of lost my faith as a teenager. Okay. And how about you, Joe? Um, mine's actually quite an interestingly, quite a similar story. Um, I actually came to God at 21 and I went to a Catholic school as well, but I was a massive atheist and I just used to argue with my teachers 24 hours a day uh, in any RE lesson. So it's quite interesting that God got me. And I still pray to uh, meet those RE teachers so I can apologise because I was an absolute nightmare student. I was a proper little scoffer. So I'm glad that I'm on the other side of the fence now. And I do pray to meet them so I can apologise. Wow. Do you know, I think actually, you know, the teenage years at school are really quite tough, even if you had a religious upbringing. Um, In my science lesson, they were obviously ridiculing God and talking about evolution. And and I became an atheist almost as a like consequence of some of that teaching in the school. So... um, I think it's a difficult time um, for a lot of Christians and also um, probably reinforces um, the atheistic belief, I think, sometimes as well. So what did you guys do after school then? Um, oh, I've, I, from, I quit school after GCSEs. I did one, level of a, one year of A-level and then I went to become a mechanic for, and did an apprenticeship for four years. Um, yeah, then I quit that, <laughs> become a driver for Domino's. Then I quit that to become a PT 
Personal trainer. Personal trainer. Uh-huh. I quit that to become a mental health support worker and I quit that to become a security guard, which is where I'm at now. So it's <laughs> <laughs> quite a lot. Uh, ama- amazing. But you still do some of your tra- training, I understand. You're, yeah, you're still I'm into some of that. Big on my weightlifting and stuff like that. So still doing that. And then obviously... He trains me. I, I train Chelsea and it turns out <laughs> genetically gifted for powerlifting. So I couldn't let that talent oh, wow. waste. So I've been... <laughs> Amazing. Lifetime coach for Chelsea now. <laughs> That's great. And also, like I, I heard recently that there was... You had an injury, right? You, you hurt something in your knee? Oh, yeah. So it was like a long-term injury. Basically, uh, not to go too much into it, but it was patellar tendonitis. Um, If you do like weightlifting and stuff like that, over time, you'll like wear out your tendons and your ligaments and they can get like quite inflamed. And it was going for quite a while. And uh, I gave a testimony in the most recent Sunday morning service about how it was actually healed in prayer. And I've had amazing quite a lot of like experiences like that with God of healing through prayer and all sorts. So it's been like quite radical really when it happened oh wow that's fantastic that's really good to hear and um and how about you chelsea um what did you do when you finished school uh <laughs> well the school years were a bit um i was a bit of a troubled teenager and i, I got kicked out of school and um i started like cleaning i just did like a lot of different jobs waitresses all different things like that and uh-huh I did a bit of travelling, but I used to like party a lot and do stuff like that until I met Jesus and then he really radically changed my life and helped me build Amazing. a career and an education and things like that. Wow. So um, so tell me a bit about how you came to know Jesus, Chelsea. Um, long story short, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was very, very broken. Um, I had a lot of problems with, around drugs and things like that. And... Um, I cried out to God when I was 21. I said, if you're real, please help me change my life. And then for mm. two years, I really felt the hand of God like pursue me. And I, I really tried to find him in, in loads of different ways. Actually, I tried meditating, I tried this and that. And I was looking in all the wrong places, really. And I could never get that mm. connection I was craving. But I couldn't stop the life I was living either. I really tried in my own strength and I just couldn't. But um, for two years, I just felt... I don't know, I just felt God was trying to reach me. And I just said, like, who are you? I just cried out and said, who are you? I'm so sorry for everything I've done. Just tell me who you are, show me. And then um, that week I was led to a church through a hip-hop concert because I loved (laughs) it. I actually loved hip-hop and I knew God answered my prayers. And that's how I was led to a church. Was that was was there a Christian artist at the hip hop concert, or it was it, just a random hip hop concert? It was a gospel hip hop concert. It was promoting their, um, or it was like evangelising. Oh wow! Which artist was that? Well, there was lots of different artists. It was more a, a church, and it was all the. Um, it was a. It was called the Potter's House Church, and it was from um, okay. Bromley. And they came. To oh the wow! Okay. Started the church, and um, they used to do had a lot of young people, so their outreach was like um, concerts and music and things like that, and street music that's awesome yeah, yeah that's awesome so, yeah there's there's quite a lot of that going on in london um yeah some and there's some really gifted uh christian rappers um yeah, yeah some really great 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 stuff to listen to and um so how did you meet um joe then uh well that i became a christian six years ago so i was in a church that church for um about four years and then i went to another church just for a bit until I came to Cornerstone. But I've met Joe um, last year in 
um, January in the sauna. In it, the was sauna it, was, it was technically in the steam room. <laughs> yeah, it's very strange. I didn't was not expecting or looking for a, someone like a husband or anything like that. Uh-huh. Just God popped him right there. Yeah. Amazing. And did you have a God conversation in the sauna? We did. Steam room. Yeah, it was like... <laughs> Um, it's quite an interesting story that sort of ties quite into uh, quite a lot of stuff with me but yeah we was like straight up I was um, in a time where I was uh, don't know how much to go into but I was um, obviously I'd come to Christ about two years before but I'd basically done it just with God so I was just reading the Bible on my own spending time with God and I didn't I'd been to quite a few churches and none of them really connected with me so I sort of felt that I could go it alone almost which is like the a fantasy uh-huh. that quite a lot of Christians come into and um, I was like slowly getting pulled back into my own life because I was never getting refreshed so I met Chelsea in the steam room and I had like a, I had an inkling that like I don't, obviously that she was obviously Christian and all this and I was like I'd met girls before and I like had always been quite uh not too overt with my Christianity but this one I was like you know what she said she's Christian I'm just gonna go ham on this one and I was like we're <laughs> like Isaiah and Jeremiah and all sorts in the sauna it's great and uh it's, it's oh, been, wow. been a bit of a story since then she did dump me at one point but uh we got married after that anyway so <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so it's sort of been a story from there. And she got me into Eastgate. We uh, we was at Eastgate for about, what was it? About a year. About a year, really, together. So after Eastgate, you, you ended up coming to, to Cornerstone Church. Yeah. And, um, and, and that's it. And you've been married and you got married since then as well. Yeah, so we was at Cornerstone. Um, we got married in February um, during Storm Doris. And then the first three months of our marriage has been spent in quarantine. So <laughs> it's a good, it's a good sign for our marriage. <laughs> yeah. and, and it's amazing, isn't it? You know, it's it's like there's there's too many consequences for it to not be God, and there's so many things that he kind of like puts into moves into the right position and the right place. So you're you're where you need to be. You're where God wants you to be and and things kind of come out of that. And you look back over your 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 past few years since you became a Christian, you're like, wow. You know? But you know the devil, I think the devil likes to keep you thinking, forgetting all of that and forgetting all the things that God seems to have, have done in your life. And and the devil wants to keep you sort of on where you're at and what you don't have and where and what you haven't um finished or necessarily succeeded in and and your lack of this and your lack of that and he likes to focus on 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 all of those things and likes to drive us into the ground but i think you know this is a this is a good um opportunity anyone listening you know think about what god's done for you whenever you're kind of feeling disconnected or feeling down you know think about what god's done for you and next time you're in a steam room you can have a guard conversation with someone (laughs) i actually agree with you 100 percent. and also the other thing that's quite interesting is you never really think about it like you try to remember it when you're in the midst of a storm so like when you're in the midst of something you sort of like you're saying the devil comes at you but you always seem to forget how many times god has like come through for you before so like all the time you're in the middle of something when you look back it's easy to see how much god did for you but when you're in the middle of it there's that tendency to sort of start crying out and uh i feel like this is where i always say give the israelites a break because everyone likes to rag on them for forgetting god every five minutes but we do the same (laughs) thing every day with god we start crying and then it like how many times has he come through for us so yeah. If I had a bumper sticker, I'd say, give the Israelites a break. 
<laughs> wow. Yeah, that's amazing. So, so that's been really good. So you've pretty much told us um, something from your childhood, how you, how you both came to know Jesus and how you both met. Um, and you've given us some great examples of God at work in your life as well. So it's really fantastic. Um, so um, if, I, if, you, if you had to choose one thing you like about Cornerstone Church, like the best thing you like about Cornerstone Church, and it could be the coffee. Oh. <laughs> it could be the tone of, of Adam's voice or the soothing nature of Tony or the enthusiasm of Rhonda. What, if there's something that you could choose, um, what would you choose? Um, if I can go first, I'd say immediately it's the community. Um, I've literally never felt more welcomed from day one. There was Everyone was coming up to us, hello, how are you doing, where are you guys from? And I think that's, that's just really been continued right up till now. Like we sort of come in at a bit of a, side angle really like we just sort of we just joined and we've literally felt at home since day one and as I said that's only grown day by day like spending time even during this lockdown where you can't see anyone like the leadership and the whole church I really feel has just come together and really pushes that community which is what Christianity should really like it's one of the cornerstones of it oh man <laughs> I just pulled that one out <laughs> <laughs> this wasn't pre-planned folks that was live <laughs> no that's spot on mate that's really encouraging really great to hear that as well um how about how about you chelsea um it's just the same thing really it's just been like a family atmosphere ever since day one it's just felt so just felt home i just can't explain it it just felt um, just everyone's so friendly, so welcoming, and just it's been like that ever since. And you just feel um, like part of the family, you know. Amazing, awesome. That's so good to hear. And so, so just to finish up, then um, we'll end with this. If if you if you met Jesus tomorrow and you had to choose one word to say to Jesus, what word would you choose? Oh, <laughs> that's got you on the spot. Yeah, I think one word would undersell it massively. Like if I just said, I, I'd want to say thanks, but like, could you imagine if you come up there and you're just like, oh yeah, thanks. That's, that's, that's what the word is. But like, that'd be so underwhelming if you said that to me. So. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like that. I like that. That's good. How about you, Chelsea? Only one word. I can't say I love Only you. <laughs> can't say a phrase. Uh, no, yeah, it has to be one word. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> has to be difficult and awkward. I'd say, yay! <laughs> Amazing. That's that's awesome. <laughs> I love both of those. Thanks and yay! <laughs> I think that sums us both up quite well. <laughs> awesome. Well, it's been absolutely fantastic to have you on the podcast. Thank you so much for getting involved and joining in and being so much fun. Oh, Lovely. Thank Thanks for doing so this. Absolute pleasure, guys. Um, look forward to seeing you after this lockdown is over. Yeah, very yes. much so. Yeah. Take care, guys. Bye. See you soon. Bye-bye. God bless. Bye-bye. If you enjoyed this podcast, do connect with us. We're on social media and you can visit our website, cornerstonecity.co.uk.